Good morning, my fellow Africans and the world at large. This is Emmanuel Kujumensa once again, coming into your homes and your minds with a message of empowerment and enlightenment all the way from Ontario, Canada. Today is the 20th of June in the year 2022. And the Bible says this is the day the Lord has made and we should rejoice and be glad in it. And for that matter, I take this opportunity to invite the whole world, any man or woman listening to me or hearing my voice to join me to give thanks to God for the day that he has granted unto us. And life in general, life is beautiful, life is wonderful, life is glorious, life is God himself flowing through all things, including mankind. Today, I'm going to speak to you on a topic. Life is a succession of lessons which must be believed to be understood. Life is a succession of lessons which must be believed to be understood. And on this topic, I would like to give credit to my mentor, Ralph Waldo Emerson, from whom I borrowed these words. This is a quote given by Emerson, and it carries volumes of knowledge and uh, wisdom that we're going to tap into it and see how best we can apply this in our lives so that such that our life will be what we desire. Life is very, it's very simple, but it is by principles and laws. And once we understand the principles and laws that governs our life or our existence, then life will be something that we will enjoy it and we will actually live to the glory of God. And someone, by my profession, as a project manager, I know the importance of lessons learned from previous projects. And it's a principle, or yeah, it's a principle in project management. And it is required by every organization that runs projects, the project management department or office, wave this into its operation in such a way that at the end of every project, there must be a session, there must be a path or an activity called lesson learned. So the lessons that you are taking from the previous projects, things that went on well, those that could be improved upon, and those that need to be discarded in order to attain success in the next project. And as a teacher, once again, by my background or profession, I know what lessons is in teaching. Every student is supposed to take lessons from whatever he is doing. And sometimes you are drilled. And until you get the lessons or the, 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 the knowledge and understanding behind a particular theory, a particular uh, activity, you would not understand. But for you to be able to understand it, you actually have to put it into practice. So if you memorize the, the mathematical principle 2 times 2, 
and you can only recite it, but you are unable to apply it in practical terms to work out uh, an equation to get a right answer, then you do not understand. Because knowledge comprises two parts, the theoretical knowledge and the practical knowledge. So this is what our life is. By divine arrangements, there are lessons that have been waved or weaved into our lives. And we fall into difficulties, we fall into challenges. But every difficulty or challenges that confront us, there is there are there are lessons that we are supposed to take from these challenges and difficulties. And once we identify these lessons and we put the lessons into our life, practical application, not theory, then we overcome this situation and we actually understand. That is when you will understand these lessons and make life easy and beautiful. So lessons or our entire life is simply a matter of lessons and application and so in our general life there is a common statement that knowledge is power but today i am telling you that it's a half truth knowledge per se is not power if you just have the theoretical or the kernel knowledge about something it doesn't empower you you will only be empowered only when you have put the knowledge that you have theoretically into practical use. That is when you'll be empowered. That is when you can actually speak to what you are talking to. So people who depend on academics, who depend on theoretical things, know nothing. They cannot actually do anything because every theoretical thing must be put into practical use to come out, to bring or to, to bring about a concrete, a concrete item or certain experience so knowledge is not power knowledge becomes complete power only when it has been put into practical use and the practical use is the lessons we are learning or we are taking from all that we are learning and all our life challenges for us to apply them in our lives the lessons are to be applied to improve you to build you and to make you grow to another level but until you put it into practice, you will not actually understand. So we know it in our lives that we've learned things in school. And when you go to work and you're actually doing things on, uh, uh, in practical terms, then that you begin to understand it. And I have, I have my own life experience. I know what fractions are, or frac that the fractions are. I learned it in school, right from primary school to secondary school. Even at the university or whatever, we used fractions. But when it comes to reading a ruler and going to the detailed or the lowest part of the ruler, like 1A, 3A, and other things, we know it on, on, on paper. I knew it on paper, but I didn't actually know how. I, have, I never applied it in practical terms until in Canada here, I took a job which require the use of a ruler. You're supposed to measure things to the lowest unit on the measurement. And it was when I went through this 
then I became awake in the world. Even though we were walking, or I was walking, that I knew fractions. I knew nothing because I had never used this in the practical tense. But this is where you've been given a ruler or you've been given a meter that you are using as a tool. And everything that you do has to go according to that. Use every single or little mark on the ruler has to be accounted for. And this is when you see that you actually put whatever you've learned in school into practical use. And by that experience, my understanding of fractions or the measurements has improved and is actually part of me that as it used to be. And so that is life experiences. Life is full of lessons, but we would not understand these lessons and let it be part of our life until we put these lessons into actual use. It must be lived. You have to live. And that is why Emerson stated that life is a succession of lessons which must be lived to be understood until you put whatever lessons that you are going to every situation, every challenge that confronts you, there are lessons that you need to take. You are not supposed to take the lessons and just be aware of it. You are supposed to put the lessons into practical use in your life. And it is when you put these lessons into practical use, use then you become developed. Then it becomes part of you and then you come out with another outcome. So our life is as simple as this. But for our human ignorance and our own ignorance, we tend to depend on the knowing, but not in the doing. Life is about knowing and doing. Life is about knowing and doing. Thought and action. Thought and action. And this has to go in hand in hand. One without the other. There is no results. If you are just taking actions without practical or a pure thought, then you are more or less an animal who is using brutal force. And at the same time, if you are using um, just thinking or using thoughts without taking action to put your thoughts into practical experiences, then you are daydreaming. You, you will not get any results. So these two things go hand in hand, and that's the living part of it. Every life lesson must be lived, and it is only when we live that we completely understand it and it helps us to grow. So our life experiences, we go through difficulties, we go through challenges. It is our responsibility to look out for the life lessons that these challenges and difficulties come with. And when we identify the lessons, then we put them into our practical life, into practical experiment or practical application. Then we begin or we, we come up with another outcome, a new outcome, and then the new outcome becomes a solution to that problem. So if you look at human existence in the whole world, right from the, the one till today, all the things that came about, all the things that mankind has made, were from lessons taken from previous experiences. Lessons. But people who got the lessons and never sat down and just said, oh, this is all we have, we've, we've discovered. 
but we don't know how to put into practical way. They never created anything. So anything that a human being has made that has moved us into another level as part of our evolution came as a result of leaving the past lessons or the lessons from past experiences. And that is why I began with the project management experience. In project management, you need to do your lesson learn sessions and take the lessons. Whatever you've learned has to be applied in your next project in such a way that you get a very wonderful and good outcome. All your mistakes will be prevented from being repeated. And that is when you are living by your own life lessons. So life is a succession of lessons that must be lived. We have in our own lives. There are a lot of things that has come into your life. By your own simple analysis, you know very well that this is what you need to do to get yourself to this point. But you see them procrastinating. You, then you give excuses. Yo, I don't have this. I don't have this. You know it. You have the answer. So some people, as soon as you mention, oh, I know what I, what I need. I know what I need to do. But I'm just waiting for this. Or at this time, the time is not ready. Then they sit down. The following year, you come and meet a person. He knows the lessons. He has identified the lessons. But the lessons, is only holding them as theoretical thing. They are not able to put it into practical use. But you have to put it into practical use. How, the how and when these things will be materialized is not your problem, but it is your duty to take actions towards the lessons that you are getting from any experiences that you have gone through or any experiences that you have already gone through. And then you put it into your life. And then you see that you begin to grow, you begin to develop, you begin to move upward because you are learning, you are taking the lessons in life and applying them in your life. And for that matter, you keep on renewing and improving your life. And in one of my episodes, I stated that life is a science. And it is true. Life is a science. To live is a, is a science. And those who know the, the, the dynamics of this science of living, those who understand the science of living, they have everything in their life going on as expected because they are only living in accordance with laws and principles. And once you know the law, you know the lessons, and you pass the lessons, and you put it into practical use, the universe has no choice than to cause things to happen or to come in your way. So in your life, as you are listening to me, there are many things, many life experiences that you've gone through. In the first place, what lessons have you actually been able to gain from it? The, 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 the greatest part of it, or the worst people in the world are those who don't even are unable to identify the lessons from the experiences that they are going through. They do not have that concept. And this majority of these people are walking on earth here, just passing through the earth like animals or any other thing. Because the life principles, the life lessons that we're supposed to apply into our life, in our life, signs that we will activate the universe to, to bring all other things into our experience. We are going against them. 
majority of mankind do not have the concept that life is a matter of lessons and the lessons must be lived but they must not be prayed away they might, we might not ask people to help us say that we will avoid the lessons. And the greatest of all are the African people. And more important, are people who indulge in religion over religious people do not know what we call lesson. They do not know accountability and responsibility. Anything that happens to them, they attribute to other people. They attribute to uh, the uh, evil forces, demons. They actually so they are only victims, but they do not take responsibility that the you a human being creates his own reality. Therefore, whatever thing that is happening in your in my life or in your life, in his life, is as a result of my creation. Ignorantly. Therefore, it is my responsibility to take the lessons and learn them and apply them in my life to set myself free. Most people, and that is African, we do not have this concept. So everything that falls on the ground, we look out for excuses. We look out for people, corporates, that we can accuse, and then we suit ourselves with this. And for that matter, life lessons are not being applied in our life. But for us to have a meaningful life, life, for life to be something meaningful and enjoyable, we need to apply applying the left life lenses it they must be lived you have to leave it or you have to put it into practical use and as you apply this principle you apply these lessons in your in your uh, daily life you will see that you begin to grow there are no evil forces causing anyone anything and therefore rise up right now whoever you are listening whoever you are listening to me Take accountability and responsibility and begin to look for the lessons that you're supposed to learn in your own life experiences. And that is why the Greek philosopher said, on the unexamined life, it's not worth living. The unexamined life is not worth living. The examination must be done. And when you do any examination, you get your own lessons. Then you get where you what you went through and what you need to do. Then you put these lessons into a practical application in your life. And then you develop yourself and you move yourself forward. So the human being is an upward movement being. Therefore, you cannot stay at one you cannot stay at one point. You cannot be stagnant. You have to move forward. And if you're not moving forward, you create discord, and therefore you will see painful and difficult things in your life because you are going against your nature you are going against the laws of the universe so life every man or woman today be understood or take this knowledge and understanding that or be awakened to the truth that your life is a succession of lessons and these lessons cannot just be run over you cannot know them and just leave them and then go and pray that all these things should be that whatever difficulties you are going through there are some lessons that you need to learn until you apply these lessons in your life and pass them and move on that situation will keep on repeating in your life in different forms and shapes be whether you like it or not so if you take your own life 
you see that there are some things that keeps on repeating and repeating and repeating and repeating by the law of attraction for the fact that you are failing to take this life uh, lessons and pass them by the law of attraction and other universal laws you are trying the same circumstance into your life so some people you will see that they will, they will always cry out i don't know what i have done this thing keeps on repeating in my life and then instead of taking accountability they run to church they run to uh, other places that they are being hunted they are being attacked by evil forces but no evil force is attacking you. It is as a result of you being ignorant about your own lessons that you're supposed to apply in your life to set yourself free. Life is to be understood. But until we live, until we apply life lessons, we will never understand these lessons and life in general. Life is not supposed to be sour. Life is not supposed to be difficult. Life is not supposed to be this kind of life that we are we existence that we are seeing or experience that we are we are having but it's as a result of our own ignorance for the fact that anything that happens in your life you look around and only look for people you look for if you can't find people you attribute to the evil forces the devil demons then you are not taking life lessons you are not putting them in your life in, in practical terms, you are living as a victim, but you are not created as a victim. You are not born as a victim. You are created and born as the image and the likeness of God. A man or woman with free power, with freedom, power and authority, dominion over his or her own circumstances. So we're supposed to understand life. And as I was saying, our determination, our focus is on the African people, my fellow Africans. And I'm bringing this directly on our lives. Look into your lives. There is no one. As a matter of fact, before I go on, let me bring this in. Since I have been in this part of the world, both in the United Kingdom and Canada, and I have people, I actually have, by the work I was doing, I've had contact with other people from different countries. And I knew people. By, by, by my personal network in the U.S. and other things. No one talks of evil forces. No one talks of demons. No one talks of this kind of things. But when, as soon as you, you go into the category of Africans, where you have Africans that you are dealing with, then demons, witches, and all these things comes in. Therefore, Africans, we are living as victims. So the life lessons that we're supposed to live, we're supposed to apply, in our life you're not applying it and therefore our life is very painful our existence is a very painful one then when we see people are prospering then we, 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 we take offense but that is not the truth we are creating this you are a creator you are a creator whether you like it or not and your perspective of life your your mentality your point of view of life is what creates your realities and since you are not applying your life lessons, you are not living your life lessons, life will be sour, life will be very unpleasant because that is what you are creating by the laws of the universe. Whether you know this or not, that is the truth. That is the truth. Let a man examine himself. And this is where Africans, we have to begin to analyze and examine our lives. And I have been saying this all the time. 
it is time we call on one another let us confront each other and leave other people alone when africans we meet in our their discussions we meet in our uh, whatever town hall whatever our issues must be discussed in in, in light of our own actions our own behaviors and when we concentrate on this weeding out all the impure all the negative things out of our lives then we are applying life principles we are weeding all this and we are applying this life license and then we are moving forward a lot of things have happened in the lives of africans and if we are to begin from the first day that the europeans stepped on the african soil then they took over the whole africa was partitioned lakes minerals and other things were discovered and it became the property of the europeans by whatever means we became independent did we actually sit down to even analyze our these experiences to find out or to discover the lessons that we need to we need to input into our life such that the repetition of this will not happen and i really love dr kwame Nkrumah when he talks about neo-colonialism what dr kwame Nkrumah was very wary of is neo-colonialism that africans will be taken into another area that will be recolonial but as a matter of fact we all by then the time he was talking about it we were already in it africans we never did any self-examination and we never took responsibility of how we also contributed to these things happening in our life so what we jumped on is the culture of blaming the culture of insult the culture of this and that and that and by the time we realized we are now in a different form of colonialism that we are we are entangled in debt we are entangled in all kinds of programs and other things signs that we are crippled though we are independent but we are crippled no african nation no african nation can boast of that after independence this is the concrete thing that we have been able to do use our own mindset our own mind our own mentality we have been able to create this and this is what we are showcasing this is what we are showing to the world this is because we never took accountability we never took responsibility for our part that we played and that is the culture of inactivity the culture of sitting down or the culture where we sit down and we do not take action proactive action to improve our lives we never and when we got independent we thought the best way is to look for help from other people and compete with them but that is not the case we were supposed to take lessons that we learned from colonialism now that we've got independence what are the lessons it is not about developing putting structures and whatever but what are we supposed to take from here what are the lessons then we apply them in our life first we do not have a manpower we do not have it we do not have it. we do not have it. how can we bring even before independence all these factors should have been factored in we develop and prepare ourselves and transition into it then we are capable of standing on our load and doing what we are supposed to do we didn't do that and then we fall into that we thought we could just fly 
from colonialism, when we are independent, we could develop, and today, here we are. And it is the same thing that we are doing. African leaders are moving crisscrossing the world, from here to that, and that, and that. No one is sitting down to say that enough is enough. Let us now look at this situation, our African situation, from our perspective. What are we doing wrong? Where are we going? What are the lessons we're supposed to apply in our life such that there will not be a repetition or there will not be a recreation of another version of what we are going through? We have never done that. All we are going about is that the Europeans came from our this and that and that. We are calling for this. We are going into useless and baseless international trade. We have taken up a certain kind of lust. And therefore, we think we can exchange our raw materials for uh, commodities that have been produced at high level. No, it doesn't work like that. When will the African man or woman sit down, call himself down, or sit himself down, and begin to ask himself questions? Questions from every one of us, right from the lowest person in the nation or in any country in Africa, to the top. When will the African do this self-examination? There is something fundamentally that we need to correct. And until we learn that lesson, uh, we, we, we discover those lessons and apply those lessons to correct this fundamental error in our life. We will keep on doing this and hand over this to our children, our children's children, our children's children. This is a fact. The unexamined life is not worth living. It's indeed true. And in the same way, life is a succession of lessons which must be lived to be understood. We do not understand life. And it is because we are not putting life lessons into practical use. And this is the time that we have to rise up and correct this error. The culture of blaming, the culture of playing victimhood or victim, as victims, that if we are not victims of the activities of the Europeans, then it is the uh, evil forces, witches, witch, well, all these kind of things, demons. There is nowhere in Africa that you go that someone will talk independently without actually referring to demons. The churches, the only preaching you hear in the church is demons. Actually, if a church service ends up in Africa without people being delivered, without a, a, a preacher men, I mean, bombarding and casting out demons, that service, church service is not, or will not end. It's not complete. And this is our mindset. We are not taking responsibility and accountability. You are a creator. You are a creator by default, by the way you were made, because you have God in you. And therefore, when things are not going on right, right in your life, take accountability and responsibility. In the same way, Africans are collectively, um, from our governmental level to any level, let us be awakened to this truth, to this fact, this truth that we are creating our own realities. And this is the time that we need to take accountability and responsibility to correct all our errors from our side. And I've said it, and I'll keep on saying it all the time. The day the, the Europeans stepped 
on the African soil, whichever point that they, 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 they started, when they saw our forefathers, if they had seen a group of people whose civilization and way of life was a little bit even closer to what they had, their relationship with them would have been different. But they saw a group of people who are low. Therefore, our forefathers were not doing anything. And therefore, they capitalized on that. And it is as a result, all this came as a result of our forefathers embedded themselves into traditions, fetishes, and all those kind of things. So when people, humanity, have moved away from fetish and all those gods and as a world, worshipping of all those things. Our forefathers were well into it. If you go to Greece and all of they were worshipping gods. But they have turned these gods into something that they were using them at some for greater things. If you look at Aristotle, Plato, they all spoke in terms of gods. They have their own gods. But they, they didn't use it as witchcraft or other things in killing people. They used it for something good. They, they actually created philosophy out of it. But our forefathers were using it to kill themselves, to kill one another destroying themselves so the african has to take responsibility and that is by analyzing our past and even write down and then taking lessons we are seeing all these uh, things repeated in our life we are seeing reoccurrence of these bad situations and experiences in our life because the lessons that we are supposed to learn we are supposed to apply we are not doing so as a teacher, I know, and when I was growing up, that was even when they were doing that, they were used to have what we call dictation or mentor. When you are giving dictation and you get one or two words wrong, your teacher asks you sometimes, you are asked to copy the same words several times therefore until it sinks into your subconscious mind, until you, you, are, you do this to pass that test, you will not go forward. And that is the same thing in life. We are supposed to learn lessons. We are supposed to take these lessons and put them in our lives. Just sitting down talking about your problems, insulting and castigating people in anger with all kinds of things doesn't solve problems. But people who go into their rooms and think and meditate upon the situation and think in the direction of solution, they solve problems. But Africans, we only sit down and talk about it. Then we leave it down. The, the actual uh, life lessons that we're supposed to apply, we are not doing so. So, no one, no one is against us. No one is doing anything against us. No one is cheating us. And no one has ever cheat us, uh, cheated us. We have cheated ourselves. We have put ourselves in that because we are going against the laws of the universe. If you read, the argument put forward by the abolitionists, those who fought for the abolition of slave trade, everywhere, every argument was in line of universal justice. They're saying that it is against universal justice. It is against universal law. Which African king, which African uh, leader, which uh, in those days actually stood up and speak against slavery in light of universal laws and principles? Which were our, the kings and the queens were well into the trade because they were benefit from it. And as at that time, they were once you go from that this tribe, they think they are dominant ones. They go to other tribes, those that they are subjects. They look for young men and women. They bring them and then they sell them. 
It was a trade that Africans actively took part in it. We haven't taken lessons from it. We haven't taken lessons from it. But we can only say that if you go to Cape Coast Castle in Ghana, if you go to any of the castles, what the narrator says is that they were taken by force. That is not true. Our forefathers sold them into, into slavery. Our forefathers sold their children into slavery. However it came, that is the truth. And we have to accept it. And for me, as someone, I believe that those of us on the African continent, we owe our brothers, the African-Americans, an apology, unqualified apology, whether we like it or not. It is not about we talking about the year of return or whatever. All those things are good. But we have to do the first thing. We need to offer unqualified apology, whether we like it or not. Those of us on the continent, our forefathers were those who sold their own children into slavery that they became slaves in someone's land. Demand and supply. If there is no supply, there is no demand. And actually, if there is no supply, demand could be there, but demand has not forced things out. How many white people actually came to the African continent? Such so that they are able to get I mean, slaves at that proportion, our own people were. So we need to take responsibility. What lessons have we learned? The African has never sat down to perform a detailed analysis from his perspective. How we also contribute. It doesn't matter the level of our forefathers. They took part in it. They took part in it. And even before the Europeans, our forefathers were already doing slavery. They were selling their own people and children into slavery. They never saw anything wrong with that. They never saw anything wrong with that. And this has carried on. So all these things that we are seeing, we have to begin from that point, begin to analyze our own practices, our own life, our own state of consciousness. Why, where, what role have we played? We take responsibility to correct them and apply the lessons. There is a wedge, there is a complete wedge that, or gulf the gulf that has been placed between us, those of us that are on the African continent, and our brothers and sisters in the diaspora, whether the descendants of the slaves, whether we like it or spiritually, there is a friction. And we have to rise up, we have to take the necessary step to correct this. This is the duty of an African. What lessons are we learning from our past? What lessons are we applying in our lives? To correct our past errors and to correct to make sure that we don't repeat them so life is a succession of license and so long as we keep on skipping just trampling upon this life lessons and we are not putting them in practice in practical use then we will continue to suffer we will continue to toil because we are like children in the classroom who are failing to learn to un understand whatever the teacher is putting across. Nature, the universe, is the great teacher that is teaching every one of us. And those who will pass the exam set, they will be crowned as victorious. Whatever the Europeans did in the, in, in, in the slavery, it is their own uh, cup of tea. They have their own consequences. But we have to look at it from our perspective. In the same way, right from uh, after in, even through colonialism, through uh, independence, after independence, every action, everything that we are doing that is not going on well 
have we sat down to analyze them and look for the lessons that we need to apply in our life such that these things are not being repeated and therefore we are able to move or get solution to all these things and move ourselves forward we haven't done anything the only thing that the black man has done as a solution to his problem is the selling of raw materials and going to the Britain Woods institution and other developed world for loans and gifts that is the only thing the black man has done that is the only thing the black man has done we are not learning we are not taking life lessons any man or woman or any group of people that live to take life lessons will never take, see things happening in their life because I know very well from my project management experience that once the lessons are learned in the project and they are well applied in the next project even if there will be issues there will be only new issues arriving but not the repetition of the old one not the repetition of the old ones but in our lives we are seeing the repetition of the old ones and the recreation of new ones it is the african divinity african own mind that is creating all these things and we need to take responsibility by our choices of thoughts our inability to re-examine our life to re-examine to bring ourselves to the table to the drawing table to redraw our own experiences such that we will avoid what we had already experienced and if i'm to use an example there are many african countries today they went to the dia with imf they go they give them uh, programs with special packages they uh, they implement it at a point they say oh we are good then they exit the program tomorrow they go back again no one is taking concrete steps no one is taking concrete steps to analyze the african way of life our mentality, our own perspective of life, and then deliberately bring improvement, bring changes in our life. What we are doing is copying. We have taken education to suit ourselves, and then we have the degrees and other things. And what we can do that, those who have been able to acquire this degree, they only stand there and give long speeches, they give with big, big words and other things to, 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 I mean, to convince the ordinary men to deceive them but they are not doing anything we have a role to play we have played, played a role in whatever thing that is happening in our life as individuals and as a group of people as Africans and it is because we are not looking for life lessons life is all about lessons lessons and applying the lessons and actually passing them and move on moving on that is evolution and until we become awakened to this and deliberately take um, take actions to reevaluate our lives from every angle yesterday i spoke about traditional uh leadership traditional the chiefs and i'm not against the chiefs and whatever i'm only making an example that it's about time we reform it's about we in the same thing with every area of our life from scientific or whatever how are we approaching science with all these things we need to analyze what are the things that are not working what are the things that are not in alignment with the scientific principles and whatever what are the things that are derailing our progress we throw them away then we create new ones that we are taking accountability that is when we are taking accountability and responsibility to create or to recreate our life based on the lessons that we have learned but the Africans don't even have the concept of 
looking for the lessons. What we do is uh, we fight. When a new government comes in, what the first thing that we do is to, to, to blackmail the outgoing government and to, I mean, to, to put themselves in the right position that they are not part of it. Then they also recreate over those problems. Another one comes by, they take the same posture. And that is what we are doing. The African is still learning. We are not learning. Life is a succession of lessons which must be lived to be understood. If we want to understand life, if we want to understand progress, if we want to understand success and move ourselves to the level of all other people are, then we have to begin apply life lessons in our life so that we will understand them at the level at which other people are understanding life so that we will be at par we will be on the same level with them there is no way that the universe will deny us so if we apply the universal principles and laws in our lives the universe is just and reward each and every man or woman according to his own rightful earnings james allen so that is my message for you. That is my message for you in your individual life. As a person, you need to be doing self-evaluation. Let a man examine himself. And you are doing the examination to get to, to identify the lessons that you're supposed to learn from whatever you are, whatever you are, whatever you are going through, and then apply the lessons to solve that problem and move yourself forward as a group. We need to re-examine our life from our forefathers' life up till now where we need to take proactive measures to take actions, to bring peace, to bring love, to bring joy, so that the African, both on the continent and then in diaspora, we will be one. It is only when the sons and daughters of Africa, which is the African in, on the continent and Africa in the diaspora, we become one that Africa or the black man will reclaim his dignity. The dignity and the pride of African will be actually restored on the world stage. As it is, there is a wedge, there is a gulf between us and our brothers and sisters in the diaspora. And it is the duty of those of us on the African continent to begin to take the necessary steps to learn the lessons and accept our role, the role that our forefathers played in all these things. And take the corrective actions. Once again, may the overshadowing presence of God that keep the stars in the open from falling on us, that keep the planets in their orbit such that they do not clash with one another, keep you, lead you, and direct you, give you a receptive heart and an open mind such that this message will land or will fall on a receptive heart and mind. That you take these principles, you become awakened that your life is your own creation. Therefore, you have to do your own self-evaluation. All of us doing our own self-evaluation collectively. Then we take the lessons and apply them, leave them and understand so that we will understand life. And life will be so prosperous, life will be so wonderful for us. My name is Emmanuel Kweju Mensa. Once again. I am a co-founder of the Eagle Mentality Group. At Eagle Mentality Group, we dedicate our life, our resource, our everything to the teaching and the propagation of the power of the subconscious mind and universal laws and principles. 
that every man or woman understood and applied to build their lands that we are so attracted to, such that we will create a new crop of Africans, that we will build a new Africa, a new black race, a new continent where Africa is well-developed. Africa is well developed in such a way that we become an attraction to all men and women from all people. That we will create a diverse and a multiracial Africa. That the world rejoices. The world becomes a place that we are also we have also taken our rightful place in the universe. Thank you, and God bless you.